Putejo. Hi, good afternoon. Hey, Putejo, how are you? Hey, man. Hey, hey, oh, blind, come on, take them. Just, yeah. just stay in the plane. Just yeah. stay, just fly, just keep flying <laughs> until it's safe. Have you been vaccinated yet? No, I have not. And uh, remember, last year sometime I went through uh, medical procedures and yeah. um, I am not able to take any vaccine until my 12 months expired. So I'm I'm still three months to go until September and then I'll I'll do it after September. Okay. But you're feeling yeah. good though? I'm 100% good. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's just sad news that uh, I keep on popping up left, right and centre hey. and obviously... You know, the country is burning. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's sad for us to be in this state uh, when the industries are starting to recover. Then, you know, you've got... We are the, collapsing the economy on the other hand. And the third wave as well. I think the, the third, third wave, wave. Is, is really ravaging more than uh, this uh, sporadic violence that are popping up from the Houting and... The but it doesn't make it right, though. I understand what you mean. I understand the point of frustration... But it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. But I think uh, that's where you need leadership. Um, yeah. I think the leadership of this country, at some point, they ignore the pride of the poor, mm. especially industry like aviation. I mean, uh, they're really not doing much, especially for previous disadvantage, to, to really empower them and give them uh, the platform. But uh, what we need to do is the decisive leadership. Yeah. And this is uh, what is, what's manifesting now. It is the people that are really being tired. It's, 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 that's why you see the element of criminality mm. hijacking this uh, protest, because there isn't much that people, whenever we're crying, whenever people cry, there's nobody who's listening. It and falls on deaf ears. It falls yes. on deaf ears. So we've reached a, a boiling point. Okay, I can take that. So, Putero, let's talk about how uh, local airlines have suspended their operations. Yeah, look, um, once the announcement were made last uh, two two weeks ago, three weeks now, um, the, most of the airlines took a decision to ground their fleet mm. and suspend the services, uh, starting with Lyft was the first one to make an announcement. We know these are the new kids on the block. Um, they suspended all their operations uh, based on the level four, um, as, as well as the ComAir. Comair also grounded all their services based on this uh, uh, level four restrictions, and mm. uh, we have seen them. We know Comair; they just came out of the uh, business rescue, and they were just trying to, you know, start moving into the right direction and making some significant uh, impact on their recovery. And we see them now grounding the fleet, and obviously, this is going to affect the the staff uh, salaries and, and other uh, components that uh, they, they've been supporting uh, as far as business is concerned. And, and this is a really um, a, a, a difficult time for the industry, to be honest with you. I think we, we're just going backwards instead of going forward. Whereas mm-hmm. the, the entire world, when you look at the radar now, you would see that uh, the majority of the airlines around the world, whether you move into Africa, I mean, uh, Europe, whether America, North and South, you would see the amount of planes on the skies. Mm. And when you're looking at Africa, you see just the desert. Uh, Nothing is flying around that because this whole thing is really impacting on us more than impacting on any other uh, 
continents around the world. So it's sad for our airlines, and I, I hope and I pray that the uh, situation should increase, improve as soon as possible. A huge impact indeed, because we're also seeing that Mango Airlines, they've not been able to pay their staff salaries. The, the issue with the Mango, it, 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 it's a serious, serious uh, um, disappointing for me more than anything. I mm. think this is the second month the staff of Mango, I spoke to some of the pilots over there that uh, are my friends, and uh, they have not been receiving uh, payments. It started during that COVID, they were getting about 50%, and now they have not been paid. And yet the management is not able to come out clean as to why are they not paying the poor uh, staff that are really doing their best to try and keep this airline flying. And this is the only state-owned entity that is still on the skies as far as uh, aviation is concerned. We know SAA has not started as yet. But this was the last hope for us to say, Let's also compete on this difficult in, within this difficult market. Let's try and compete and see how much we can do. And they've been doing that. They've never stopped. Even today, uh, even now that they, they have not received the salaries, but they are still flying. They are still going up and down as we can see them. What amazes me about this whole thing is that we know for a fact that the Treasury had uh, allocated some relief funds for Mango, which we know it was 2.7 billion, which was going to be shared among three entities of the subsidiaries of SAA, which is uh, SAA Technical, Mango, as well as the Airshare. And uh, um, we know Mango is, was going to get over 850 something million. Mm. And, and where is that money? When is it going to be affected? When are they going to get that money? So that at least you can have uh, things going. And uh, mm-hmm. member at the moment is not really uh, what you should be going through. They should pay the staff and they should try and get things going. Yeah. And then what's the latest with, with SAA? Well, uh, last week we have seen um, the SAA Pilot Association uh, agreeing to accept the fact that um, uh, they, they are now going to uh, call off the strike that they've been embarking on and accept the offer. Now, the offer that was on the table was to pay them three months' salary as well as uh, um, obviously cutting off the quite significant number of pilots that uh, have been part of the SAA. So you'd remember that the, the, the bone of contention on this matter of the SAA Pilot Association and, and, and the BRP was the regulating agreement, which they were not prepared to part ways with. And they it took them to court, and they lost all those court cases uh, spectacularly. They lost them. And mm-hmm. after losing those court cases, they had no choice but to, to come to the table and agree with FAA what they were proposing initially. So out of 100 pointers that they had on the table, they only got 10 out of that, which we see them... Uh, you know, parting ways or being retrenched, and uh, FAA will only start with uh, literally 10 white, fe- 10 white females and 10 white males, mm. and the rest should be, um, you know, the, the blacks uh, 
as far as the pilot's ratios are concerned within SAA, which I think it's fair as you look when you're looking at the demographics of South Africa, and and that would really make a lot of sense for them to to get that number in. But it's a victory because uh, we can now start saying we would see SAA uh, taking off and um, start operating. But Putero, why couldn't they be absorbed by the new SAA? For the new SAA, the, 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 the uh, SAA 2.0, which is the, the the new SAA that is going to be started, they yeah. only require 88 pilots. Okay. From 800, they need 88. So in that 88, they only need only 20 white pilots, and mm-hmm. the rest should be uh, different ratios, Indians, colors, and, and blacks. Mm. Uh, so that's how they have rationalized this. But uh, those that would be absorbed will be absorbed based on what the airline needs at the time. Uh, but at the moment, they, what they say is that uh, this is how the employment equity is going to look like from the pilot's point of view. Uh, sad, but okay. Um, Putero, thank you so much. Uh, uh, Putero, yes, yes, how are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm cool. You know what? I just wanted to find out, right? I, I forgot some questions that I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Uh, if Mam Skeben would just let me ask a question. Ask him, Fondin. <laughs> so I want to know, um, normally, okay, like I've flown to Devon a couple of times. And I've realized that um, about 30 minutes into that flight, then the pilot will say, we are descending. When do you start descending? So, so um, basically, um, it depends. Firstly, it depends on the um, size of the aircraft that you, you are operating. But usually 30 minutes before. Okay. Or twenty minutes before, depending on the altitude as well. Yeah. I mean, if you you're flying uh, thirty-eight thousand feet above the sea level, yes. it's still high, so you need to also um, take that into cognizance. But if you're flying low, your descent would not necessarily be as as longer as it should be. But uh, you know, Devon normally twenty minutes into the flight, twenty-five minutes into the flight, we start descending, uh, coming back into Joburg, okay. uh, Cape Town. You can do thirty because you can go high because of the distance. So, so yeah. And and, and also, what I want to find out, right? Because obviously, um, there are no barriers in the skies. When we drive, I think we just take forever because you you need to take certain routes. Whereas with a plane, it's a different story. So, what I want to find out from you is, um, if you're flying to East London or to Port Elizabeth. Right, yeah. Esa, do you take the same direction? Well, it, it depends on runway which we are using. Uh, for for example, um, but um, the planning of the um, of the let's say let's talk about Cape Town. It's easier to talk about Cape Town. Yes. Cape Town. There are two routes that you can take yeah. out of Johannesburg. Mm. You can go via um, go via from here, going Pochestrum all the way into Kimberley. And, and from uh, you can take another direction from uh, um, Johannesburg um, going out into uh, Free State, uh, Val, all the way into Kronstadt and into uh, passing Bloemfontein into yeah. Cape Town. Yeah. yeah. So the directions are the same. Basically, they're the same. The routes are the same. It, it's just 
the traffic that comes and the traffic that goes, uh, and also the altitude that you have uh, chosen uh, to take. But uh, th- there's no way that you you can th- the time of flying time. Your flying time is two hours, exactly two hours. It's going to be two hours, whether you take the the different Karoo. Uh, route or you take the, the the different route but they are all the same descending is going to be the same position okay in terms of speed are you <laughs> supposed to i mean i know that planes can move at a rapid speed like 900 kilometers per hour um is is there a limit when it comes to speed there, there isn't a limit. There is, yes, there is a limit um, because you, you uh, if you are climbing up to let's say forty and above, a little bit higher, the more you, the faster you can go. Okay. But remember, you you are limited per distance that you are traveling. If you are going to Cape Town, there's no way that you can go as far as above forty uh, feet, uh, forty thousand feet above the sea level, yes. which you you are allowed to go a bit faster than you can do. And also wind does contribute okay. as far as the speed is concerned. Let's say you're coming back from Cape Town. I don't know if you've realized. When you come out of Cape Town, coming to Johannesburg, you do less than going up to Cape, uh, down to Cape Town. And the reason for that is that when always when you come back from here to Johannesburg, you'll always have uh, uh, the tailwind that would help you mm. to go much faster to get into the area where you're going. If you remember last year, I don't know if you remember last year, there was a, a 747 that was coming out of Heathrow Airport, going, I mean, out of uh, JFK, going to Heathrow. Mm. And they did that flight. It was a BA flight. They did that flight, uh, I think it was about five hours, uh, and four hours, a couple of minutes, I think four hours and 55 minutes. Wow. Uh, instead of uh, normal seven hours, that usually should be around seven hours across Atlantic. And, and it was because there was enough uh, tailwind that was pushing the plane much more faster, and they, that's why they got into uh, London much earlier than expected. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Those are some of the questions that Thank I Thank you, Potejo, for indulging <laughs> this young man. Thank you no, so much. No, that's fine. I actually like such questions. I wish the listeners also can also bring such questions because we really need to educate our people to have a better understanding of what is happening up there. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask some more next week. More questions. <laughs> I, I always, <laughs> I always He's know. on a roll. I'll bye ask bye, more Putin. questions. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> have a lovely one. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. No more. Are you one Okay, but one don't. What boost questions is the plane? No, it was quite interesting questions, actually. Yeah, you know, um, very intriguing, man. I think planes just, you know. They fascinate you, eh? They really fascinate me. You'd like me. to be a pilot? You'd like to be absorbed? Not necessarily. I don't want to be a pilot, but I, you know, when a plane takes off and you're in the sky and you look down, you see the beauty and. It then it, it take, Then I'm like, wow, human beings. What more can human beings do? do not, you know? not that we are trusting. Wow, we are so trusting. We are so high up. Anything can happen. What more can human beings, you know, do? So yeah, it, it I'm really fascinating. Didn't Potero say that he was going to take us on a cockpit tour? Uh, you, I've been in a cockpit. I've been no, in a cockpit. Ma- we didn't I mean, ask you personally. In, I'm I've been in a cockpit, so okay. I don't. I don't Never need, mind. I don't need uh, my Never my mind. friend Temba McLean. Never mind. Um, he did put me in a cocktail. 
Nobody Thank you very you much. You. We were yeah. asking about Putejo. Even on Emirates, they did why, ask, invite me to the cockpit. Why are you making this cockpit. about you? We were asking about Putejo. At M- Emirates, that oh big plane, gosh. they did invite me to the cockpit. Thank you so much and, uh, I love, for making this about yourself. I love cockpit. Thank you so much for making this about There's yourself. There's nothing like a cockpit. I'm going to go to Rob now. Yeah, hey, hey, Rob. Have Online. you ever been in a cockpit? Online. <laughs> and on your mobile. <laughs> this is Radio 2000 Traffic. Oh, Pumani. Now go, Rob. Hey, Rob. Yes. Hey, hey, have you been oh. in a in a cockpit? No, never been in a cockpit. I've been a co- I've been in a cockpit a couple of times. But nobody asked a you. A booing, a booing, uh, and uh, yeah, what's that French? That yeah, French? Yeah. yeah, I've been there a couple Airbus. of times. Yeah, Airbus. Yeah, I've been in the cockpit. But you've been in a cockpit of your car. So there's nothing wrong. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think it would be, I would think it would be like that, wouldn't it? It would be like sitting in the front seat of your car, I would imagine, but uh, quite a few, uh, uh, quite a bit higher than that. <laughs> but it's, it's a, to, it, it is truly amazing to be in a cockpit. Yeah. Truly no, amazing. I'm sure it is. I'd, I'd, I'd love to do it. But you can't really do it that easy these days anymore, can you? No, well, um, you know, people you know, trust it's, it's, me. Listen, man, why? Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> why? I'm, I'm Glenn Zito. I'm a Deep House DJ. Yeah. So you yeah, why why not let me in the cockpit? They trust me. <laughs> I know they don't trust you. Me yeah, they trust. Absolutely. No, not with all not with all the fire that I bring either. You know, with that burn going on. <laughs> hey, listen, a quick update. Uh, 